11 o'clock straight up on a live imaging Tuesday on Travis and Sliwa. Of course, this was when they were throwing the copiers and stuff at uh, Office Space, remember? They're like taking the bat, crushing all the printers. The music was perfect for it. It was. Did you like it? The guys did, that were actually. doing the damage, I liked it. I never really watched it like in the theater. I watched it later on in syndication when it would be on, on like TBS on a yeah. f- Saturday. But I enjoyed it. It's actually okay. It's still <laughs> like that. That guy was funny. We're gonna need you in here on Gary, Saturday. Gary Cole, uh, the great Gary Cole. Did you see the memo? <laughs> Gary I'm not, Cole. I'm not doing that. Gary Cole, of course, was uh, played the vice president on The West Wing. But also, when I was growing up, my parents would watch a show called Midnight Caller, and it was on NBC. And he was like a former mm. police detective that was hosting a late night radio show. And of course, people would call in with Solve like crimes on the and side, and then he would run out after the show. <laughs> it was it took it took place in San Francisco. It was it was a really cool show. Mm. And the theme was smooth jazz. Maybe we'll play it with the Midnight Caller theme. Rick Braun, I think, I did that. It's still on a lot. Midnight Caller like or Office Space? Office. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Midnight Call. I feel like Office Space is still it is. on. It's still a it, good rotation. It's wildly popular. It mm-hmm. just never hit me quite like that. Good lines, but I don't know. I don't know. Just one or two MKs doesn't make it for a cult classic in my mind. So, of course... We always talk about the great folks over at Black Gold Golf Club. Joe Riley, the director of golf, Coach Brian Sook, uh, Jimmy Jam over there, Sweet Lou, Rich, the GM. That's like our home away from home, at least for me. I play there with uh, Tommy from our Funny Games Department at least once a week. We host our ESPN LA golf tournament there mm-hmm. coming up in September. I feel like I'm the unofficial mayor of Black Gold. Do you park like when you park... You just kind of go right up to one of the greens and just use your car and just say, yeah, somebody somebody, take it from here, guys. No, because they're my friends. I wouldn't okay. treat them like that. All right. But I do have a special parking place on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, while I was uh, at LA Country Club over the weekend okay. for the U.S. Open, of course, mm-hmm. wearing the hat, Black Gold Golf Club hosted a great, for people that follow golf social media, I think the most followed person personality out there is the great Paige Speronic, who, of course, I've spoken about getting to meet her at Genesis years back. She got me into CBD when she started talking about her anxiety and stuff. And even though my anxiety is still bad, it was much worse before CBD. And she was out there over the weekend at Black Gold no kidding. with the Bob Does Sports crew. Oh, Bobby Berger guys. we talk about, those Joey guys. Coldcuts, Fat Perez. Fat Perez is By the way, my... Fat Perez is his character name, yeah. just so we're, we're clear. And he's amazing. They were out at Black Gold, and I wasn't there. Okay, if if... The U.S. Open wasn't this past weekend. The chances of you ble- being at Black Gold was what? 100 100%. out of 100. Damn. Yeah. The mayor, the unofficial mayor of Black Gold. I don't know if it's unofficial. Morales. Was not there to see Bobby Berger and the crew, who I've spoken about. We, You were with me at Genesis when I ran into Joey Colton. I, I was like, super jealous. Hi, Joey. Hi. I'm Chris. There are three guys, Slee, that go out and play golf. They do all these wacky bets. And one guy... I think you guys have shown me... Fat Perez mm-hmm. is this guy that's a really, really good golfer. Insane golfer. Like, he's mm. incredibly... Sing- he's, a, he's a scratch golfer. Yes. And he's a little overweight, and he can absolutely he's a baller. smash it. He's terrific. <laughs> and they and go out to amazing dinners throughout everywhere. <laughs> like when they're in L.A., they always go to Rayo's over in Hollywood, which is an amazing place. They're great guys. We got to meet them at Genesis. They were cool. Paige is a rock star. Yeah. And they were at Black Gold. And I wasn't there. How would you have worked yourself into the group? I would have just said, guys. I know well, that you're good at that. Guys, for the table. Let's take a picture right <laughs> here. Yep. yep. They ate at the Derek's Grill right there in the clubhouse, which is great food at Black Gold. So I feel disappointed. I, I feel like a Has major... Has anyone said anything to you oh, yeah. somebody reached oh, yeah. out and said, hey, oh, yeah. we want to tell you this before you find out? It was a big weekend for Black Gold because Ricky Castillo also won on the Corn Ferry Tour oh, at this okay. event. And Ricky started. He played Black Gold as a kid. Uh 
very successful amateur. He won the Yorba Linda City Championship. So a lot of stuff happened at Black Gold this weekend, and I wasn't there for it, Slee. Mm. What the heck? I feel FOMO. It's not right. Kaboom. It's not right. <laughs> FOMO. But we'll be at Black Gold, of course, this September for our ESPN LA Golf Classic. FOMO, Slee. We should do a wacky. We should become social media influencers, like more than we already are. Well, you, I, I know Trav is. <laughs> like, what kind should of, we do? Well, Trav is always doing. No, we, no. You're always doing pranks and all, all like, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, the do that perfect you do. stuff, where like they like you know do a bunch of tricks. Yeah, but you have to be good and, at stuff. We don't have the skills like the dude perfect edit it guys. Around it, Producer Taylor's good at something. I mean, he's beers. good at a lot of things, but he's very good at performing. You chug beers. I don't know if that's a social media. Maybe it is. I don't know. It definitely is. Sounds like perfect for social media. I'm going to reserve YouTube channels devoted to chugging. Really? Yeah. How would I do? Have you have you watched them? I have. Yeah. How would I do? <laughs> um, he watches the news followed by beer chugging. So they're more about quantity than you, but I think you have the speed. Okay. For sure. Mm-hmm. I don't like know how, how much division? you can drink. Like, could you well, drink a liter? No, no. But this is no. no, no. This is this is what I think would would get some good views. If you're basically doing a little tour, you're going out to colleges. Hey, at San Diego State, you guys think you guys can <laughs> chug some beers? Let my fifty-something walk into your fraternity house. I was get your best guy and come up against me, and then it's another tour. You're going to Santa Barbara after that. Those guys have real speed. They're in the prime of their chugging existence. I should get the twenty years old. The Instagram handle North American Cut. Although the problem is you're never available to do it. We can't do wacky like eating adventures because you're not available. Oh, Michael's got a softball game. Oh, Michael's got a he's got a yacht rock party. He needs to go to. And by the way, Michael, his son, not Michael Thompson, not Michael Thompson. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of reports about yesterday's show. Nobody was being specific. No vocal fonting. Are you wanna... Kimmy Tyler? No, Tyler here. was identifying himself every time. By the way, oh, I got different reports. He no. says, "Hey, on Ty- our show." That's that's he wrong. He says, "Hey, Tyler here." Taylor absolutely loves Blew him. Up. <laughs> well, because... he loves, he loves <laughs> Epic. <laughs> I love. That. Hey, Tyler here, and then you just see Taylor giggling. <laughs> Where is Tyler here? Why isn't he not here? Uh, he's not here because he feels under the weather. Under right? the weather? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Who isn't? Yeah. <laughs> right. Who's he think he is? Steve Mason? Can't be taking I days off. Sometimes you can take days off, guys. I'm not gonna day off shame. Sleek, just so you know, Michael, my son Michael, has never had a softball game. Baseball game. It's a baseball game. Yeah, yep. you know, different sports. Just Michael's got player. a cricket match he's got to get to. We don't have time. <laughs> he to be pretty good at cricket now that I think about it. You guys got to pick him up tomorrow just on your way down. Mm. He's got to be seven minutes away. I'm coming right for there. Michael's baseball game tomorrow, so I think I'm going to take the train. I think I think that's my uh, it's my goal for tomorrow. I'm take the train where? To the Big A. Oh. Yeah. From where? From my house. Okay. So I can have a couple of beers and get home. No, it's good. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, how are you going to have to Uber home? Yeah, from the train station to my house is two miles, three miles. Stay yeah. with Chris. He's seven minutes away. <laughs> I don't think I'm invited. I mean, you can be, but it's I'm probably good. for the best. You know? <laughs> I think it's best if we both stay in our respective <laughs> domiciles, right? Can you imagine I go down to my kitchen and there's, there's Travis just making coffee? Chris, you need a cup? He's making a sandwich at 3 a.m. Doesn't <laughs> sound terrible. Flipping some eggs. Ah, oh, we're good. There's no bread in the house, though. Go back to bed. <laughs> I'm going to need you to forward me some of those uh, chugging channels. I think I... That's like a real YouTube thing, Producer Taylor? Oh, oh I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not that, surprised. That sounds, yeah, that sounds like... How do we get you on there? That's what I'm at. That's what I'm kind of curious about. I mean, you're superhuman. I'm fast. I, I, I have speed. I don't have volume, but I have speed. Some and of the biggest feedback I've gotten from family and friends that were at the Mandy's is like, what's what's wrong with Travis? Does he not? Is there something wrong with him that he's able to do that? I'm like, no. That's like that's his party favor. 
Yeah, everybody's got a party trick, like right? A, you got like one thing you can do. You gotta do. unhinge the jaw a little bit, and then you know, everything goes you down. You just have to relax. <laughs> exactly. You just, you just need well, to relax. I've called Travis it, a snake for many let years, it, but let it flow. <laughs> are we doing that again? You know, he got mad because we did a whole rat bit a few years back. Yes, I, I printed out all these pictures of rats. I was like, oh, and then now he's he still mad. Bothers you more that or when he says that. You guys would order at Starbucks, and anytime <laughs> it was for everybody, well, you would say, I'm good today, guys. I'm good, guys. The <laughs> Starbucks thing is based in truth, at least. <laughs> it's not exactly true, but at least it's Why in the Why were you labeled a rat? I don't know. I don't and remember. It's, it's not it had something in- to do with Marcellus back then. Yeah, it has, it it has my nothing to do thing. with any of it. <laughs> it was my favorite thing. He doesn't remember at all, but <laughs> he's like, no, no, no. There's a reason for it. Oh, no, there's a reason. There's a picture with me holding a picture of a rat with Travis and Marcellus <laughs> from some goodbye. I think Marcellus's goodbye party years ago. Mm. Now, that was a good show. You should have You're recreated the scene in The Departed with Jack Nicholson uh, where he oh, no. sniffs out the, the rat final with the scene. Hand. Oh, I do that to Corporate Greg all the time. I'm like, do you smell a rat in here? Do you smell something? <laughs> And I just did it because he didn't invite me to the Angels game tomorrow night. It's like, oh, it's a Travis and I thing. I go, oh, is it? Well, there there are times where... Oh, is it? There are times where somebody tries to kind of backpedal a little bit and they say, oh, no, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I forgot. You're right there. Definitely come with us. Let's get a third ticket. It didn't sound like Greg was opening up the door that much. He's probably, no. yeah, yeah, we'll be there. We'll be close by. Oh, no, he's like, oh, you can come if you want. Can we actually park at your house? <laughs> We'll take the Uber from Chris's driveway. We'd hate to try to park in there, Chris. Do you mind? Uh. Crypto Ray has a great idea. So uh, he put out there uh, that essentially, Travis, you could do hot ones, but instead of hot ones, it's the guest you have on has to chug a beer with you, and you guys eventually get through more beers, and so they open up more of themselves to well, you. Well, he does 10 like wings. Like in Hot Ones. So, so are you willing I, to do 10 I would say five freaking beers. beers? 10's way too many. Five is like, that. If by the way, if you did them in an, an hour, yeah. that's going aggressive. Well, that's maybe it could be a, over a period a of time, idea. and like you know, they again they open up because they're getting a little drunker and stuff. That's why the hot ones work so well, is because that you can't hide things when you're an, undergoing so much spicy. Taylor just sent me a link to one of these videos. These guys are chugging like yeah, this milk guy, gallons full of chocolate milk. This, I can't. That's his name is Badlands Chugs. He's my favorite chugger on YouTube, and uh, he also puts down fifteen Dr. Peppers in about five minutes. Um, oh my no. I want chugs one baked beans. Love Coors chugs. Light. One Michelob Ultra. Just in a pint glass, light test. Chugging milk sounds like the worst idea in the world. Oh, yeah, that's like what kind of milk? This is uh, half this, and half chocolate. This, this guy's oh, doing chocolate. It's so milk. sweet. <laughs> they only do two percent. Whole jug of like the milk jug. Oh my god! It's a gallon of chocolate milk. That it's he's so sweet. Yeah. And won't it start burning your throat? All that sugar? I'm not doing. I'm not going to find out. Oh, not this guy. He's some he's indestructible. people are very committed, and this is what YouTube has created. YouTube's like any content. <laughs> well, you know what you can watch, watch on there a okay, lot they're, on YouTube. They're, they're dudes you can watch all down. of Kershaw's when he gives away home runs in the playoffs. I used to have that going when, <laughs> in the old days. I would just pot it up and play it. It's all back to back. They've got like a whole montage. So this there. is all going back to a Hershiser thing because yes. you're a Hershiser guy. You can't like Kershaw. Yeah, because people get mad when I call out Dave Roberts. They think, oh, you're not a Dodgers fan. No, I'm one of the. I was one of the biggest Dodger fans. Until... You can't be a Dodger fan and dislike Clayton Kershaw. That I don't doesn't dislike make any him. Sense. I don't dislike him. You just. But we don't give enough credit. We don't give enough credit for Oral Hershiser's 1988 performance. You can he give should credit be in the to Hall Hershiser of Fame without like downplaying Kershaw. Hershiser might get in the Hall of Fame. Eh. It, it's it's because of Mike Composio. It's it won't hurt. 
It's going to be one of those veteran committees. That's his walk-on Hall of Fame music. It's just the commercial in the background. Him in the goalie uniform throwing passes. By the way, our friends, Mike Capozio, Rotolo Chevrolet, are sponsoring, of course, All-Star Friday night on Friday, July 14th. Is Mike coming out? I know Eddie is coming out. Eddie, we love Eddie. Eddie is fantastic, too. I hope Mike comes out. Can you imagine if Mike comes out the amount of times I'll say, Mike, let's grab a dog for the table, huh? Please do that, even if he's not there. I feel like we have to have that. Well, you know, Mike knows. Hey, Eddie, it. Mike no, knows Mike, the game. Mike knows how to cook. Uh, yes. You know, he's got a good gravy. Mike Probably makes a good meatball. We'll have to have Mike judge Emily's uh, Brooklyn accent or Jersey. Were you calling it a Jersey. Jersey accent? Jersey hey, accent. It's specific Jersey. <laughs> it's specific. North or South Jersey? <laughs> South Jersey. I made no, some meatballs. Definitely on. North Jersey. South Jersey's all Philly. <laughs> I made meatballs on Sunday. How'd they hey, turn some out? Sunday sauce. Beautiful. Yeah, I made a Sunday sauce. What, what about the Brajol? No, brajol is a lot of work. Mm. Like after you, you make brajol, after you make brajol, you're tired. You're like worn out. The bra- I always get done. I'm like, ah, oh, the brajol fought me back today. Because you got to pound the meat, you got to roll it, you got to you got to tie it. Yeah. Because when you use toothpick, sometimes the toothpick comes loose, and all of a sudden you pull the brajol out of the grave, and you're like, uh oh, where's that other toothpick? And then you got to go search it for the toothpick. It, what if they park at your house, and then after the game they actually I make stay a, the I make night a there? Jaw? And you guys are all having sounded spaghetti like a, and meatballs at 10.30 like p.m. No, no, I'm not a big spaghetti guy. Penne. I'm a penne guy. Mm. I like why? penne. Why? Because when spaghetti? I grew up, I just loved... Back then, everybody called it mastacholi. It's basically penne, mastacholi is the same thing. But I just like penne. Spaghetti once in a while. I want I want some of the brujol. How often do you make it? <sighs> I mean, and I can I'm make brujol any time. Make it and bring some in. Why don't you come over? I'll Sunday do that dinner. Too. We'll, put, we'll get the wine for the table. For the some table. Parpadelli or Parpadel, yeah. whatever. You can have everybody over. Taylor, Emily. Sleep. Make some brujol for the crew. For the table? Yeah. You gotta. It takes a lot of work, but I'll do it. You got to pound that thing. You got to pound what it. What kind of meat do you use? I use. You, you can really use anything, but technically you kind of want flank steak. Okay. Flank steak are like a top round. Top round, you got to beat a little bit more. Mm. Bam! <laughs> but flank steak's nice. It rolls up nice. I think you surprised yourself on that, Bam. Well, like, you didn't even know it was coming. You scared yourself there for a second. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but it's worth it. You like good brajol? I do. I've oh, not, it's beautiful. You know me. I like to eat something like that, and then I want to try to recreate it. I want, I want to watch you, watch you make one. This guy thinks one, he can recreate want, my brajol. I want to try. I would, my first time wouldn't go well. My second time would be better than the first you time. Make a, after can that, you make a gravy, an Italian gravy? It's okay. You, I, I can. I know how. It's not my favorite thing to make. But Chris changed this yeah. seat the way he's sitting. Yeah, because like, yeah, yeah, this is a little sacrifice. Can you make an Italian gravy? Well, I'm not huh? saying that mine would be better than yours, but I could make one that you'd I like. I don't come That's over okay. to your house and tell you how to make hot dogs and hamburgers. Jeez. <laughs> tacos. Oh, you think you're better than me? No, we made tacos when you came over. We didn't do dogs and burgers. Come on, man. Do better. The five different salsas. What you have? Three. I swear there was five. There was five. Well, five at my dad's party. Three, That's what three, it was. Yeah, three yeah. for. I don't go five for you know just anybody. Your dad's party was. Yeah, dad. Dad gets spread. the five. Everybody else gets the three along the way. All right, Draymond and LeBron are they on vacation together or did they just run into each other in France? Is this the setup? What does this mean? That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E.
Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Live Imaging Tuesday on Travis Itzliwa. Little wham with George Michael and, and the other guy. Who's the other guy's name? I don't know. That's the biggest question ever. Nobody ever knows the other guy from wham. Andrew Ridgely? Well, I think that's right. That could be right. To the Google. Friday, July 14th, All-Star Friday night, our third signature event of the year. You know you're going to want to be Andrew there. Andrew Ridgely. It's going to be a party, party, oh, party at the West Covina Sports Complex. Come out and see Team Slee yeah. take on Team Mace. It's going to be a fun event. Last year's was a fun event. It's an all-day thing. We get started at 10 a.m. We're going to be a broadcast live till 6 p.m. There'll be food, games, cocktails, all kinds of fun and frivolity. And then, of course, as night falls on the Southland, yep. we start playing softball. So if you want an RSVP, a good seat, it's free to come out. But mm-hmm. if you want one of those good seats, try to RSVP right now at ESPNLA.com. And if you want to participate in our wiffle ball bash, which happens with the fans right before mm-hmm. the celebrity softball game. It happens like could, two hours before the game. Trav throws through 900 wiffle ball pitches yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. There, there were two people that could absolutely smash it. There was a young woman who was great, mm-hmm. and then there was an older guy who was really good. Everyone else, a lot of swings and misses. It was 108 degrees, and you started pitching at 4 p.m., and we in. didn't start till 7. And Trav, I didn't see him get off the mound till 6.30. Got a few You for a full two and a half hours. Yeah, it was like uh, Nolan Ryan back in the day when he threw 200 pitches in a game. Thanks, keep firing. Thanks to our friend Mike Capozio and Rotolo Chevrolet for making it all possible. Friday, July 14th at the West Covina Sports Complex. And if, you don't, if you're not familiar with that place, what a great venue. Yeah. And we have a lot of fun. This is a fun summer Friday night. Mm-hmm. You're not going to want to miss it. By the way, you know, is it true Nolan Ryan, to build up that, that arm strength, used to put his arm in a bucket of rice? Yeah, for his tr- elbow. And turn, right? You twist. You rotate in the bucket of rice. It would develop your elbow ligaments so they would be stronger so they wouldn't tear when you throw your 200 pitches. Yep, it was brown rice steamed. <laughs> okay. See, that's not funny. I was bringing an interesting fact, sports-related. I got T-Raj a little bit. It's pretty Emily funny. gave a little chuckle. Look, you, yeah. So technically, two or three, I'm bad. You're in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you're, you're in the Hall of Fame with As that As I joke. always say, all I need is one person laughing. Yeah, I've built a career need. on that. <laughs> Kaboom. That Kaboom. Is all you need. Well done. Was that Taylor or Emily that hit that? That was Taylor. <laughs> That's amazing. See, Pretty we can great. make the kaboom. Twitter doesn't seem to like kaboom so far. That's why I like it even but more. I think with the sound effect. <laughs> Taylor's been holding on. He's like, I swear they do kaboom one more time. I think next year at, the, like at Mandy's three, we just mic Emily and like give producer Taylor a button to yep. just like they handle the kaboom. I don't know what's coming. And then I don't know kaboom. <laughs> I don't Sprint hate that lane. idea. I don't hate it. Next year, producer Taylor's got a bit. I'm getting a band. I'm getting a band just so Taylor can perform because yes. we're gonna have the big stage outside. Ooh, yeah, we're we're expanding. And some people on Twitter have talked about maybe moving it up in the day. I'm gonna try. To, we're gonna try to do that so that okay. there's more time to party, party, oh party. But next year, <laughs> DJ Ray will still warm up. But there's gonna be a band only for one purpose, so producer Taylor can perform with the fiddle. Why, right, so why not just have it all day long? You know? Like an all day festival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long could you go, Taylor? How well? How long could your set be? 
Could you do two sets? <laughs> do 24 hours. <laughs> Marathon. Put your elbow in rice. <laughs> <laughs> um, where do you get a bucket? Oh, Costco has that big bucket of rice. They have the bag. Yeah, they have the bag. Yeah. I'm sure we could find a bucket you, at the you business You buy the center bucket Costco. on one side, and you buy the bag, and you yeah. mix it. I think you're going to say that it was like go. fixing the elbow like you fix your iPhone when it's been in water, and you put it in rice. That works, you know? too. <laughs> I did that once. You it works. Yeah. Dries it out. Do you Al. think that would help my golf swing if I put my elbow in rice? I think we need to work on tempo. We need to find a tempo drill for you with no, your golf swing. No, my golf swing's just fine. I was just eh. saying, would it make it... Eh? Eh. When you when your tempo is good, it's very good. When your tempo is bad, doesn't like you kind of you kind of come off the rails well, a little. I'm bit. shocking that my tempo would be off. That when we're out there, everybody's like, oh, Chris. So what do you think about Mason Ireland? I'm like, I'm trying to play golf here. You want to mm. talk work? Mm. I just want to talk about your tempo. See now you got me back for all the havoc. <laughs> all I'm going to be thinking about all day is that that slight you just gave me. Well, look, I, I'm actually it's a compliment, maybe slightly backhanded, but when your tempo is good, you're a good player. When your tempo is not. Other things happen. It's like taking a jumper and you hesitate. Gotta let it rip, right? Grip it way, and rip it, as the great John Daly once said. I have clubs in my car if anybody needs Do you them. really? Yeah, I love so. that you keep them in your car. When's the last time you so. played? When's the last time we all played? Well, you guys don't usually play anymore at the ESPN Golf Classic because you're Did on the we air. swing at all? You hit a couple of shots on the 10th tee at Black Gold. That's the last time I played. We should all play this summer. Yeah, I'd we like should. That. Yeah, I'm in for that. Yeah? Yeah. Go to your house afterwards? Yeah, that's fine. All right. How far is Black Gold from you? Uh, about 16 minutes with 16 no traffic. minutes? How far is Angel Stadium where Trav and Greg are going tomorrow and are not inviting you to? So when you're at hole 12 of Black Gold, you can see the big A if it's a clear mm. day. And then you know about three quarters of a mile from there is my home. Walking distance. Yeah, you could walk. Yeah, I, let's just say this. I'm down for the whole golf thing. It just It's not going to be pretty. Well, that's okay. The swing's not going to be tempo, Slee. Tempo. tempo. Enough with the tempo. <laughs> tempo. Enough with the tempo. Tempo is the key. See? My clubs See? are basically... Now he's all bothered. Upset. My clubs are like a... It's equivalent of a 78 Pontiac. <laughs> no, they're not. They're, they're like a 83 Pontiac. <laughs> I, I want to give you those extra five years. And it's been sitting in the garage. No, it hasn't been driven in a long <laughs> but here's time. Here's the thing. Imagine this. It hasn't been driven in a if long time. If you get into the swing of things, no pun intended, mm -hmm. we could then bring back the Travis versus Ireland with Slee involved. Oh, no. I we, would have no chance. And no, Corporate no, no, Gray's no. been playing more. No, no, no. I don't believe that to be true. Okay, wait, wait. But you're saying that who would be Ireland's partner? Mason? Trav and I together no. verse? Yes. Okay. Who yeah, would be? Who would be Ireland's partner? I don't know. Maybe Greg. Greg's been playing more. Yeah, Greg would be we good. We could get you up to speed. Yeah, if Greg, if Greg, Greg's been playing more. He played with beat, Ireland at the Country Club on Monday. Yeah, yesterday. you beat John. Do you think you came up every time? Do you think you came up? I came up. Do you think you came up? Uh, I would be very disappointed if I came up. There's so many better <laughs> things to get into and to talk about. I don't think I came up. Um, but if Berg is playing a little bit better, you've beat John. Berg's probably better than me. Maybe that is a kind of a comparable. Do you think Sedano came up while they were playing golf? Sedano? Maybe more Sedano. I you can see so? Sedano coming up. Hey, Greg, what's wrong with that guy? <laughs> Why is he always taking shots at me, Greg? Do you think Chris came up? Oh, for sure. I yeah, came Morales. Up. For sure I came up. They didn't even have to get to the course yet. They were just. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the phone pulling the party. Although John and I are in a good place. That's good. I love John. Now or like? I always love John. I think he has a love-hate with me at times. I see. I think. How about this tour from Bergman? 
He was with Sedano last no, week. He's doing this whole tour. Did the dinner, which I'm fine with, and I've applauded and I've supported him, yep. except except there's some when it's seven happened? minutes from my home. <laughs> I don't support it as much. So I also like how the tour is all very specific to whatever the host is like the most themselves at. I so there's we got John that idea at golf. From. There's Travis at baseball. If he comes with me, we have to go to see a movie together. No you know? trivia we night. Gotta have each one uh, very trivia s- night. Yeah. Al's idea is better. Yeah. Movie. Trivia? You don't want to talk during the movie. No. True. Yeah. But yeah, trivia night would be a good good spot for me. Was he just sit on stage with Taylor? Yeah. While Taylor's, Taylor's playing the fiddle? Or the T-bar. Yeah. Just like, so let me ask you a few no, things. No, where is the T-bar? Why aren't we at the T-bar yet? Is that happening this summer? It's Redondo. It's a very, it's a very small well, place. Travis will drive it's me there. The size of a you know, little speakeasy. So. When's the next T-bar? I want to go to this place. I got, I'll give him a call. We'll do something in July. Okay. Travel take me there. Damn, like that. Look at Taylor. I'm, a couple calls. So this is like work related. I thought he just wanted to go to a baseball game with me. Now, he did it. Now, 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 now I'm very yep. concerned. He's bringing his laptop. <laughs> He's gonna go through He's taking notes, presentations, say, and yeah, downloads. Now, <laughs> this like, is where you guys have your most downloads. <laughs> it's on Wednesdays. <laughs> no, it's on Tuesdays. Interested. Anyway, okay, it's on Tuesdays. I, we it's get Tuesdays. it. We get it. We get it. <sighs> Factor Cap is in minutes on Travis at Sliwa. That'd Go be, ahead. That'd be awesome if the entire time he's just talking business the whole time. Yeah, where, Let me where, show you this presentation. Where are you guys going? We already went. Where'd you go? Last week, went to dinner, Pasadena, oh. Bone Kettle. How was that? Amazing. Yeah? It had bone marrow. Yeah, we had bone marrow. Was it better than when we had lunch at uh, Carousel? Yeah. Carousel? Close. Close. You're it's, saying that your outing with him was better? Because ne- next we is talking my, food or the outing? The outing. Because in August, I'm doing my round of outings, and I'll make it a lot better. I, it was a good outing. Actually, I'm not doing my round of outings. <laughs> I don't feel like it. But I'll take you out just to, just to prove a point. Perfect. All right. I'll do that. Yeah, you, you don't like you, – you hesitate on the bone marrow. I, a, a bite is fine. What? It's so rich. It is rich. It's so rich. It's so good. It, it, it tastes it, – but it's way too rich for me. The toasted – Chabana oh yeah, bread, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Just, just the butter on that bad boy. Did Sedano come up at your dinner? <laughs> yes, because he had dinner with Sedano earlier in the week. Right, right. Did, did I come up? Don't lie to me, silly. Am I the last one to go? Has everybody else had their uh, event? Much. Did no, Mace I don't think, go? I don't think Mace has had anything yet. No. Okay. Well, he's going to do it with everybody. He has, for the table. He has fifteen more people. He's going to do. <laughs> Yates. AK and BK will be separate too. He's not even going to do them <laughs> together. Do <laughs> by the time by the time poor Bergwood's done, he's just in credit card debt for eleven grand. Uh, now I'm, I got to I got to change my mindset. I got to mm-hmm. completely recalibrate what this baseball. Well, you thought it was just a fun baseball just game. Thought he wanted to go watch a Dodger game together. Nope. Yeah. No. What's wrong with that? Nothing. But he actually wants you to wear the same thing you wore at the Mandy's. <laughs> To wear my come, suit? What is this, the 1950s come, where you to come people business. would wear yeah, suits? Yeah, if I get you a trade, thing? can we wear a different suit next year? I'll get you a true suit trade. Because, I mean, it, the photos look the same. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you're a man who's an accomplished man. You do quite well for yourself. I know you got 14 kids. Listen, but three. Three. Embrace <laughs> but it. But can we get another name? suit? Hey, Trav, no. embrace it. Don't bring, don't wear another suit. Do you this know, is the, okay, this is the signature Mandy Do suit. Do you know until I bought the one for Yeah, you had week. the other one for 12 years because of the wedding That's that you exactly had. exactly right. I had it for 12 years. I wear a suit maybe three or four times a year, tops. We'll get you a tux next year. We'll get you a tux trade. 
Well, look, if you want to work out a trade situation, I'm all now he's interested. Those tuck shops are tough for people of Travis and I's. Uh, they don't carriage. carry a lot of options in that particular size range. So you get like one or two, maybe a third option, <laughs> and that's about it. Like if you if you're built like you out, you got thirty things to pick. Yeah, from. Yeah, built like you, Al. Yeah. yeah. If Six, you're built four, like me, two twenty, right? They got like two things. They got the gray one. You got the black one. Which one do you want? What if when you guys are at the game tomorrow, talking about Sedona, Berg says that there's a conference call at seven thirty that you guys both have to be on <laughs> during the game. You guys have your headphones on, listening to a conference call. It's a Disney board meeting call. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? And you have to do your harassment and all the other stuff. Oh, the, that we the have video to, training the, the that you have to do. Yeah, well, wow, so awesome. you, wow! So you're really turning the bed inside out on me. <laughs> Kaboom! <laughs> Poor guy. Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten. Invite ESPN. Chris, man. Kaboom! Okay, I that's knew it. you were going to do it. that. I knew it. <laughs> Sorry, I know everyone hates it on Twitter, but okay, you're going to like it eventually if I keep on forcing it down. Uh, you know, it'll be great. <laughs> Again, that's how I built a career. Just keep doing it. <laughs> All right, so I talked about Travis. I talked to Travis about this this morning, uh, and because I was I was looking at my notes, and uh, what, during the show I have our notes from. Uh, a morning meeting, but I usually kind of like when I get distracted in the show, I'll doodle, I'll do whatever else. I tend to doodle one way. I always just like write words. Like I'll like doodle cursive writing of different words or whatever. So when you doodle, you doodle the same way every time. Trev, factor cap. I think I think that's a fact for me. I do like just random shapes, a little box, a little triangle, a little circle, and over and over, make darker, bigger, slower. But I don't do words. I can't draw at all. So it's mostly just kind of shapes. I think that's the only thing I'll ever doodle. Morales? I still doodle sometimes the Stussy logo. Remember the that we all did in like high school? <laughs> I still do that once in a while. Or I make boxes and I box things on like rundowns and agendas. Just to, mm. you know what I mean, or I make I make a lot of notes, bullet points, arrows. I all make that notes kind of about other meetings while I'm in the other meetings. <laughs> Al, uh, I don't doodle often. One time I doodled just right here, and wow. it's just making lines. Wait, but what? I don't know what it is. That pull that up artistic. to the camera. No, it's not that artistic. You there's something like you were tracing a credit card or something to make those perfect little rectangles. Actually, that that's what that is, right? That is true. Yeah, that is true. But it's just I didn't know what the hell I was doing, and I just kept going, and then. I don't think I've doodled since. It's like a since. kaleidoscope. That was probably a year ago. It's a kaleidoscope, Slee. <laughs> <It's a> kaleidoscope. <laughs> Taylor? Yeah, similar to you guys. I just do lines, shapes, faces sometimes. Um, Who? Like any person in particular? I mean, whoever I'm sitting around, you know. just maybe. Can you draw? Can you sketch? I'm decent. I wouldn't call myself do, an artist. Do but. draw Slee. <laughs> All right, we'll do it. See if you can come up with a Slee. All right, so... <laughs> Slee, you didn't have anything for I'm that. on it. <laughs> Just, I almost just wanted to leave it there. Just come up with a sleep. Uh, all right, all right. You can also get an insight into like what I was thinking about. Clearly, what are your you words, at, you doodling? So here, last week, I hate yesterday. Sleep. Was, uh, Rotolo. It was a uh, sweet Caroline because it was one of the things that was referenced in Fetcher Cap, and uh, other another one was um, uh, YMCA. Anyway, yeah, the, her next one. <laughs> Okay. What's her next one? <laughs> Boom! Kaboom! Kaboom! Oh yeah, that will be. <laughs> anyway, this is going great. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Kevin Durant and Aaron Rodgers were took a picture together. Uh, clearly, after they worked out on a basketball court, so it's it looked like they were just kind of having a little practice together. So you have no idea what these two guys talked about together. <laughs> Morales, Patrick Cap. Fact. I think. 
Right? You have no idea. <laughs> Fact. Oh, you could guess what they talked about. Who? Kevin Durant and, and Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I hate them both. <laughs> Maybe they're talking about you. <laughs> right, I don't Al. hate them. Hate them. It's just it's so ex- it's what Taylor Swift says in the song. You're so exhausting. It's exhausting. All right, Trav. They talked about how no one gets them. That's what they talked about. Wait, so, wait, bo- I got a bigger issue here. She said, "Al, okay." Did I just answer? And it was supposed to go this way. Oh. And then you went like this, and she changed Al and went to Trav. <laughs> Good, perfect. I mean, what the heck? It's air traffic control. I don't over know. Here. What I the just, hell was that? I, I, I don't know. I'm all over the place today. I'm You're, sorry. Kaboom! You're fine. <laughs> right? They both are guys that think. No one else gets them. They think that uh, I- I'm on this plane. You guys are all down on this plane. I'm way up here. You don't get God, me. God, that's now, the worst. Now you finally understand that I, you know, you get me. Finally, somebody gets me. That's what they spent their time talking about. Al? So I, I'm, I'm more on. <laughs> Emily, go to Al next. <laughs> I'm more fact on this one. I have no idea what the hell they would talk about. I really don't. Like, I conceptually, I get what you're saying. And you're probably right. But if you put a microphone between these two guys, whether they were talking about what they ate or they were talking about, I have no idea what those, and I feel like they have zero in common. Aaron Rodgers a little out there. KD, I know out there, but in his own way, but such different people too. You know what I mean? But they're both, they're both individuals, right? They yeah. both refuse to conform to what the expectation is. Football, basketball, they're both KD that guy. much less, right? They're both very online. Yeah, they're both very online, too. Yes. Do you think of KD the way you think of Aaron Rodgers? No, I think Aaron Rodgers is much weirder than KD. Yeah, I, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. I would agree with that. I yeah. feel that. Taylor? I have no idea, Cap, but I'm sure that they talked so much. I, I'm sure that they weren't listening a lot, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's perfect. They were just talking at each other. <laughs> All right, so this is just in from Adam Schefter. Uh, Rams are bringing back free agent Sony Michelle for a second stint with Los Angeles Rams. All right, so... Uh, in that news, you wish you had a second chance at something. Al, factor cap. Um, fact. I think I think we all do. Like if I if I could go back to I'll use college as a good example. College would be the one where I don't know, maybe you study abroad. Maybe you actually pay more attention to what the hell you're doing in college. Maybe you appreciate it more just because instead of I know for me in college, I was just trying to get out of college. Mm -hmm. I wasn't actually soaking in the college part. I'm not saying that I didn't have a good college experience, but definitely that's one example, but I'm sure there's a lot of things we all want second shots at. Trav? Kind of what you were talking about, but a little bit different in the sense that I wish I would have taken one particular class in school a lot more seriously and it was to learn a second language, right? Whatever the second language is, whether it's Spanish or anything else, to not just do what you were describing, Al, to just, hey, I just need to pass this test so I can be done with it and check the box and move on to the next that's one. Like a, that's that was, a, my whole that four, was the whole four and career. Four years that, was that. That's one. And the other part is, I wish I would have taken my athletic career more seriously, as opposed to just being good at something and letting that be good enough, really kind of go for it, because I never really did that. I was always just, if it happens, it happens, that'll be good enough. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I can live with that. To really kind of double down and go for it would have been interesting. Ross? Huh. I would have actually played golf in high school. Hmm. That would have changed everything. Then I wouldn't have had those tempo issues there, Jeff. <laughs> did your school have golf? Yeah. And I, I was not interested in golf yet. I didn't get interested really until Tiger a few years later. Hmm. Taylor? Fact, yeah. I think maybe 
my mom tried to give me piano lessons when I was a little kid. She was a pianist, and I didn't really like learning from her, so I just wanted to do my own thing. So I wish I would have learned how to play the keys. Hmm. What about you, Em? Um, I think that I would probably... I don't know. There's not, not a lot of things that I feel like I regret. You know, I feel like I, I let things this be how it be. This is perfect. No, I'm just saying okay, that I've okay. come to a point in my life where I feel like I'm accepting of all those parts of myself. Mm. So I think that I don't know if I would go back and redo things again. This is therapy talking. <laughs> <laughs> I have it I have it today. Good perspective. Right, so um, they, I've been watching an older season of Survivor where they also used to be like a lot, you know, <laughs> they ha- they gave them a lot less things to succeed. So they gave they gave them no food. They essentially shipwrecked them. They didn't give them any shoes, nothing. So essentially, they got put on this island, no shoes, just a clothes on your back. So you could only survive four days of quote unquote living off the land in this in this aspect. Uh, Taylor, factor cap. I think fact. It depends on what where I'm at. I don't know. I think I'd fare fare better in um like a prairie or wooded area than on an island where I'm not that familiar with, I don't know, just... Like the bugs? Yeah, suck. the bugs yeah. or the what you're going to be eating, um, coconuts. I don't know if I could survive on that for that long. Trev? I don't know how to catch a fish or catch an animal or find clean water or start a fire or anything that you would need in the situation that you're describing. I don't think I'd last two days. Would you start a podcast out there? <laughs> I would do Talking something. I would probably just expire and, and call it a day. I can't I can't do anything. I don't know. Do you know how to catch a fish without like a fishing pole? I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to catch an animal and eat it. I wouldn't be surprised if Slee did know because he's a secret agent. Yeah, I don't know how to do any of those things. Go to a grocery store and they're out of bread. I'm like, I, I don't know what to do here. You're I'm hyperventilating. To death in Pasadena. <laughs> Morales, what about you? I don't know how to catch a fish at all. You start a fire without oh. like a lighter? Uh, no. Can I'm you... just not good at that stuff. I don't think that's a surprise to anybody, by the <laughs> no, way. I don't, I don't, I'm not surprised. I mean, I think I could survive for like a day. He's just making meatballs out there? Well, anybody <laughs> could, he's got some of the best dishes he's ever Anybody could there. last a day. You just don't eat or drink anything and you get picked up the next day. But if you, well, if you don't do, get picked up? Then that's it. That's the end of the line. Well, this How? is this is why it's fact. I can survive four days because your body can survive four days. That's the only reason why. If she said, can you survive... A month out there, no, I'd be dead. But four days I can survive because your body can survive four days. With no water? I think that's that's only like a couple of days, right? I know maybe, if you just had water, you can go... You can go a while. A while without food. You All right, should, maybe I'm not surviving. <laughs> I just see like cold weather too, that's a wrap. That's one day. You oh, yeah, freeze to death. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not happening. That's not happening. All right, uh, there's another free agent on the market that uh, people are familiar with. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. The amazing thing, Travis, is Slee asked me a question in the break, and then I'm explaining the answer, and I could see he's just tuning out. Glazed over. I'm well aware. Right? I had to literally say, it was like being in here with Shinano. I'm like, George, are you listening to me? You asked me the question. Okay, so here's the thing. I Travis and Slee, well, live imaging Tuesday, quarter I, before noon. I asked the question, to my defense. 72 degrees outside. He gave outside. his answer. I don't know if it is. Actually. He gave his answer. Verbal font. We got his answer. And then he just kept going after that. And then he was looking at you talking, so I thought, okay, maybe he's not talking to me anymore. Well, sometimes there's additional context that gets added to a story. There's additional information beyond just the, yes, we're going to do this, and then the the why that they're going to do this. You check out after the, hey, are we going to do this? Yes. And then you drift away. So get your point in. (laughs) Answer first. Hurry up. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Stop rambling and just tell me the stuff I need to know and move along. All right, what'd you say? Who'd who'd you say is also a free agent now? Kyle Kuzma. 
Kyle Kuzma has declined his uh, option. He is going to explore yep. free agency. And Kuzma is always one of those guys that's been fascinating because he got way too much heat when he would play bad. He was not a, a super impactful guy. But now, if you look at all these places, he was one of those guys that could be considered for a return to LA. Okay, do you remember there was a time, and I, I hated this so much, they were calling it the big three. Ugh. LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Kyle Stop. Kuzma. I'm like, wh- why would we ever? Wh- how would those words come out of your mouth? That got- by the way, unfair to Kyle Kuzma. I don't think Kuzma was walking around and saying, "Hey, I'm a part of a big three. Kuzma had these. No, Kuzma was very no, confident. In yeah, himself. yeah, yeah. You're right. Very confident in himself. It, he but- wasn't saying it, but he also wasn't walking away from it yeah it, it was it that. was one of those hey if you want to say it i'll sit here and let it happen i'm not going to say guys don't put me in that category what i was going to say is that it wasn't self-labeled he didn't come out and say hey no. i'm on the level of braun and anthony davis but that almost set him up remember kuzma was part of the trade when russell westbrook was out it was kcp and it was kuz yep but that was leading up to that there the expectations and labels started following falling on Kuz as if he's a big time player in the league. No, he's not. He just happened to be on the Lakers with those two guys. He's a role player. Now he went to Washington and averaged over twenty points a game. He's a good NBA player. That's fine. Yeah. But it's on a team that it's not going to win games. There's a recipe that comes with that. If he played for the Denver Nuggets, I'm just using as an example, he played for Denver. He's probably going to average 13, 14 points a game, like he did with the Lakers um, when he was a part of this team, part of this roster. Would you want to see him back? No, I I'm, wouldn't. I'm, I'm, I'm I, off I, that boat, I, too. I, I wouldn't. And, and I think this kind of brings us to something that I think what the Lakers do moving forward, are they into the names, right? And, and, and we, we know we're talking Kyrie, you're talking Chris Paul, you're talking Draymond Green, maybe throw Kyle Kuzma in there, names that... NBA fans know cachet, cachet. Okay. or do you do what worked so well for them at the deadline last year and go find guys that make sense to what you have and build a team? Rui Hachimura, when they made that deal, I remember you and I are sitting here. It's like, yeah, what's the downside? If it doesn't work out, they had a couple of second rounders. It doesn't and really they matter. They need a player like that. They need a player like mm-hmm. that. You go and you find, you get Malik Beasley, you get Vanderbilt, you get D'Lo and all these guys. It was There was no sizzle, maybe D'Lo a little bit coming back, but nothing really. Well. Oh, my God, we got this guy? But the pieces all kind of fit well together. They fit well with LeBron James. They fit well with Anthony Davis. They were much better defensively. All of the things that create a team, and I think that's what they have to figure out what they're going to do next. Do you continue the path that you've been on, which was successful, building a team? Or do you say, Draymond Green, wow, what if we could get Draymond? Wow, what if we could get Kyrie Irving? Wow, what if we could get Chris Paul? Do you go that direction? Are any of those names, because I think there's a big difference between a lot of those players. Are any of those names? Can you accomplish both? Where Paul? Okay, and, I think he's the only one. And 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 I don't I don't think you're wrong there. But there's also a big reason why it's Chris Paul. It's because you're picking him up only if he gets waived. Yeah, it's he's cheap. Not, he's not taking thirty million dollars. Let, let me put it this way: If Kyle Kuzma, if you're going to get him for three four million dollars, and that's what you're getting him, I'm not. Now I'm no longer opposed to Kyle Kuzma. But I I, I just say that because it's not just the name. The thing that killed the Lakers was not only Russell Westbrook a name and did not fit well, he was $47 million of your of your salary, of your payroll. And that's the one thing that I like about Chris Paul that I've said from the beginning is 
if you don't have to pay this guy or give up anything, I'm fine with Chris Paul. The only scenario I don't like is if we're saying, hey, he's going to take up this much and you got to give up your number 17 pick and all that, then I want nothing to do with him. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think Chris Paul is a better player at this stage in his career than the guys I'm about to mention, but it's, it's more the idea of what I'm about to say. Okay. You're looking for somebody like Paul Pierce on the Wizards or Paul Pierce on the Clippers, where it's still the name Paul Pierce is Hall of Famer, right? Paul Pierce, NBA championship, buckets, right? Mm -hmm. Paul Pierce is a thing you think about. But on those teams, he didn't play a whole bunch. He was kind of there to provide things that weren't just, hey, I need you to go get 24 a night. It was, we might need you occasionally to do something like this, but you're more here for presence than anything else. Yeah. If Chris Paul's willing to accept a role similar to that where this is going to be probably and probably in this order okay. it's going to be the anthony davis show it's going to be the lebron james show and then the austin reeve show those are our three guys that are going to get the majority of the shots attention etc cetera, etc cetera. and if chris paul wants to be that fourth guy that can play 20 minutes a night maybe not play for weeks at a time because we're being a little more strategic to try to save him for the end of the season i love that if it's here we go. Next big three, LeBron, AD, and CP3. I hate that plan. I like the plan. We're going to play you. You're going to be important. You'll be on the floor at the end of important games when we get closer to it. But if they're trying to rerun a big three, I don't like that. I like it as a supporting to the supporting cast. Um, there's a guy who covers the Phoenix Suns for AZ Central, okay? Arizona Central. His name's Dwayne Rankin. And he came on yesterday on Lakers Talk, and I was asking him specific about Chris Paul. You watch CP3 play the last couple years in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. It could be a good fit with the Lakers, yes or no. And the answer I hated from him was, listen, if you can get 60 games out of Chris Paul, and I, and I told him, I'm like, here's the problem is, by the time you get to the postseason, Chris Paul's body's done. Go look at the last three postseasons or six at of least, the last yeah, eight or yeah. whatever the case is. And he said that he's had conversations with Chris Paul in the past that for him, if you tell Chris Paul, hey, we only need you for like 45 games in the regular season, maybe 50 at most. Hey, we only want to play you 20, 25 minutes somewhere around there. We want you ready for the, the playoffs. We want you the, the regular seasons. We can only get so much out of you. We'd rather have you prepared. Mm -hmm. He said that that Paul pushes back competitively. Um who he is in his DNA, what do you mean you want me to play half of the games? Yeah. But I think there's certain players that you have to, in order to, I respect the, I'm a competitor, I want to be there every night while other guys are load managing. No, I don't do that. I respect that. But what if it's just not a good game plan for it, you? Yeah, exactly. That's all. No, I respect the commitment to your craft. It's not smart. I respect the toughness. It's not smart. But if you can give me nothing when, the, when we get to April... In the playoff start, and you can't play because you're hurt again. Then what do we do it all what, for? What, 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 what did I get? I got. I literally got. An, okay, great. You got me the third seed in the Western Conference. Great. What difference does it make? You're not here. I'd much rather have him be available when I need him rather than win me a bunch of games during the regular season. And by the way, I don't even know what his impact as far as winning a bunch of games during the regular season. If you were playing him a ton, right? That. Yeah, you're going to be better with him than without him. This is not a Russell Westbrook situation where you're like, okay, this doesn't work at all. It's not that. It's a, do you really need it? Eh, maybe a little bit. Do you need an A point guard? 
yeah, probably somebody that can take some pressure off LeBron. But I can't have you coming in here thinking that this is your show and what you just described yeah, from the that. guest you have. I hate this that. This is I'm Chris Paul. I play every night. I play 35 minutes a night. I do, it's like not anymore. You're not. I need you. To, I need you to fill a different role. And if you can't, cool. But I can't have you here. And maybe, maybe if he's weighing, because I guess supposedly it's Clippers or Lakers. As in, if he did get waived, yeah, he'd want to come back to L.A. Brian Windhorst was saying that sure. yesterday on Get Up. Maybe he looks at that as what is my specific role on this team, and if the Clippers need me more because I could be a point guard that's distributing yeah. to Kawhi and uh, and and the Paul George, and I don't have to worry about there's a backup point guard because here's here's the reality: if D'Lo's still on the team, I'd love to see D'Lo grind out the regular season. That'd be great. Dennis Schroeder's on the team. Schroeder was one of the more underrated players that the Lakers had. At least you have one of those two guards with you, but if that's becoming an issue because CP3 wants to play and this and that, and we're in December, uh, thank you. What you're describing is exactly the reason I didn't like the Russell Westbrook trade, which is, wait, hold on a second. You're asking a guy that's made it crystal clear who he is, and you're asking him to not do that but to do this instead. That's a bad plan. What you're just describing is, hey, we need you to do this more supporting role. And he's like, I'm not a supporting player. I play. I want to play as often as I can. Great. Cool. But now we're, we're right back where we were. You want A, we need B. I'm not going to bring in a guy who wants to do A and think that he'll figure B out. We, we just did that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to do that again. If he's comfortable with B, great. I'm a hundred percent on board with the decision. And if, if he's if, at the vet's minimum, and if it's a, if it's cost yeah. effective, mm-hmm. and and perhaps even more so, the other things probably more. Even if he was a little bit more expensive, but willing to do what we're talking about, it's more valuable. It's more valuable yeah. than if he's super cheap, but he's like, I don't do that. It's like, yeah, I know, but that's what we. That's that's the Russell Westbrook thing all over again. That's not what I do. Why don't you just let me be me? Because that's not what we need. Hmm. And that's kind of what you're laying out for me. No. Yeah, I, I think that, that that's the only thing that concerned me with that conversation yesterday. If CP3 still wants to come in, listen, all these players get reality checks towards the end of their career. And if Chris Paul's not there yet as a reality check, maybe it's just... How could it not be? I mean, it's just the writing's on the wall. He's still good, but he's not Chris Paul from five, six, seven years ago. They don't have a point guard in Phoenix, and they traded him. Yeah. If that's not the reality check, what else would be the reality check? Is the Freeway Series actually a meaningful series? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.